rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Welcome to the Coastal Hour. As always, I'm your host. Just kidding. You know what it already is. It's American <laughs> Soccer Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am your master of similes, Jesse. Welcome to the fucking show. I was going to go on with an NPR type bit for a minute, but I, I'm not going to lie. I uh, I totally lost it in the middle. Trying to make him crash the car? They're going to fucking fall asleep, man. Yeah, dude. They don't was, come here for that. I was falling asleep as I started the bit. That's where it happened. I was like, <laughs> I'm so tired. I don't even remember it. What is Were you an NPR host for Halloween? Is that what you're getting at? Totally, man. Just killing people as I went. Just dropping bodies. Putting them to sleep as I went through the bar. Just so I can get to the bar to get a drink, you know? It gets crowded. Basically a Jigglypuff in a, in a suit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, you can definitely check out a little more Halloween shit. We uh, recorded a little Patreon bonus for all of our Patreon slackers that we uh, put up there. A little, uh, little extra on top of the normal episodes. Yeah, we talked a little bit about uh, our own Halloween hijinks and what we got into on our weekends. And, yeah, if you want to listen in on that for as little as a dollar, you get access to all of the Patreon bonus content that we recorded. Uh, another little shout out. Happy birthday to my dad. It's his birthday happy as of this recording. Ooh, happy birthday, Mr. Landers. Ooh. OG Landers, man. OG Landers. We wouldn't have American Slack podcast without him. This is true. I'm not sure that he listens, but either way. Yeah, none of our parents listen. But uh, They're not so. our demographic, really. Yeah, they. I'm glad. I'm glad they don't listen. <laughs> to be honest. Speaking of, but with our uh, weird news, we always like to get into a little bit of weed news. And we're headed over to the UK this time around, where a medical cannabis trial will give twenty thousand patients cannabis <laughs> of all things uh they're going to be studying what happens when people are prescribed the drug and looking into uh the effects on a range of conditions and it'll actually be the largest body of evidence on the drug in europe and possibly in the world i would think because i don't think anyone's uh, any country has done something larger than this so the medical cannabis uh they say is very far out of reach despite being uh, medically legal in the UK as of a year ago and they, they're saying that this project 21, 20, or 2021 uh, will be looking at these 20,000 patients who are being supplied and seeing you know they're going to subsidize their cannabis products until the end of 2021 
and uh, have the people like essentially looking at the effects of them using this. Awesome. That's really cool. And uh, so it's it's illegal regularly how we grew up with weed basically over there still, right? Well, they have medical, but it's very difficult to get it. So it's probably closer to exactly. like what New York is now, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Or so it, yeah. Well, it's like similar. Now. Yeah. I mean, even when we were younger, it was like, you know, people with cancer could, you know, travel to, to White Plains to get mm-hmm. medical marijuana, the very little that they had. But Right. Um, so, yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> It's interesting. It's progress. Again, I always mm-hmm. like progress. Um, and I'm curious. I mean, the studies, are, we have confidence here, I think. I can speak for you as well. Mm-hmm. It's going to be another positive study to add to, uh, you know, the oh, cannabis. Oh, totally. I mean, doctors even in the U.S. are asking, like, why is it so federally illegal? You know, this stops a lot of the research on it. So it's good to see other places in the world um, taking that step ahead and looking into it and with 20,000 patients that's that's a significant number to at least you know look and see if if there's any common uh like symptoms that arise from it or anything that might be bad that people should know about pros and cons um, baby they they do say at the end of this uh guardian article uh that data from several countries reveal that medical cannabis has benefited several thousands of patients and there are more than 8 million people with uh, debilitating chronic pain in the UK, and medical cannabis is still out of reach for them. So hopefully this will put some solid backing and evidence on the table and allow for some you know, positive uh, changes to the laws in the future, maybe even outside of the UK. True, yeah. The more places that legalize, it gives more of a reason for the places that aren't legal to legalize. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if you want to read a little bit more about this, we'll be posting this article from The Guardian up on our Facebook page on Thursday, like we do with our cannabis articles every other week. Nice. Make sure to go check that out. Check it out, our pieds. Let's move along. We're going to keep along with cannabis, though. We've got a a funeral party in Germany. And on a high note, as uh, they were accidentally served some hash cake instead of the normal chocolate cake they were planning on getting all right someone laced the brownies those <laughs> brownies like, at a funeral dude all right well let's get into it <laughs> i feel like they would have been a little happier had they known beforehand instead of just all of a sudden like feeling like crazy and, yeah uh, edibles are definitely a completely different animal than smoking marijuana for most people <laughs> i would probably pass the fuck out that's usually what happens to me with those oh uh, yeah so an unnamed restaurant was uh, a spot that this, this, this group of people went to. And 13 people experienced nausea and dizziness, apparently, and ended up needing medical treatment out of this party. Mm-hmm. Um, they had gone to this restaurant to get coffee and cake. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> apparently they had gotten a cake mixed up because uh, the mom went back to grab, it must be like a regular chocolate cake or something that they make in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the daughter had made an edible fucking cake for a different occasion, it says in the article. But, I mean, I can only imagine it was probably a party. She was 18 years old. Switcheroo. 18 years old, and she's making fucking edibles. So, I mean, it's like fucking us, like, and all of our friends. Like, I mean, how many friends do we have that, like, snuck making fucking edibles in their parents' house? There you go. I mean, you're getting inventive. I I applaud the effort. Uh, That's some advanced baking right there (laughs) on on multiple levels. 
I feel bad because I mean, I, you know, it wasn't like as pleasant as we're imagining it. It was just like people were just mourning and fucking all of a sudden like high as fuck. Especially with the idea of death being like around at a funeral and then like you start to feel all funky. It's like, am I dying? Yeah, you What's start going to see on? fucking ghosts and Jesus. You're like, what? Huh? It, getting dosed when you're like not aware of what's going on. Is it, it's got to be one of the scariest things. You feel like you're probably going nuts, or your body's failing you. You would probably feel like you're dying, which is the worst of all. Yeah, depends how much oh. she put into the. Uh, what it was? It was a cake, or it was brownies? So yeah, it was a cake. Oh, it was a cake. Yeah, and it must have been a big cake because I mean, thirteen people got dosed off of a cake, and if they were dosed enough to where it was like really fucking them up, they were having full pieces, probably. You know, mm-hmm. fat cake. That's like a full pancake. So I'm guessing this is like a reception type of thing. After oh, the, yeah, the typical. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So now yeah. I'll just eating cake with a dead body in the room. That <laughs> silent, awkward after after the burial reception. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's supposed to be awkward chocolate cake and coffee. But instead, it's fucking. Do you hear Jimi Hendrix on a guitar? Because I do. Wow, 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 wow. Dude, exactly. Dude. Oh. Exactly. That that'd be that'd be horrifying. Did she end up getting arrested? Did anything end up happening from that? Um, all that we have right now, and this is another one of those stories where it's like we don't know anything yet. It's uh, the eighteen year old is under investigation. Germany weed is legal there, so it's just it's a weird circumstance here because I mean it's kind of accidental. It's like you know what I mean? Poisoning, accidental I mean, poisoning. It's like you accidentally get somebody drunk. At the same point, it's like how do you do that? Yeah, label that shit. So it's it's pretty much dosing. You are Harvey Weinstein at this point. So oh god, <laughs> maybe not. To, maybe not to a bunch of mourning family members. You're more of a Bill Cosby. <laughs> well, we're we're headed to a different part of the world. Uh, we're going to Zimbabwe, where we there almost was a funeral, if not for this brave 11 year old girl. Oh um, man. Okay. Let me set the scene for you. A bunch of kids in Zimbabwe are playing down by the river. A nine-year-old is swimming in the uh, this like stream river kind of thing, and all of a sudden, a crocodile latches onto the young girl. Oh, jeez. She's in like neck deep water and starts screaming to her friends. The eleven-year-old was the oldest one with them, so she thought, you know, this is my responsibility to take. So she jumps in the water, jumps onto the back of the crocodile, and then starts gouging out its eyes, which caused it to loosen its grip on the nine-year-old. <laughs> they, when she was free, uh, they both swam to the banks where the other children pulled them out of the water. So this nine-year-old is basically pulling like a, a solid snake from Snake Eater. If anyone's a Metal Gear Solid fan. <laughs> And just fucking diving on the back of this croc. Would you do that for me, Matt? If you saw me in the uh, oh, in it, middle of a stream? You, you, dude, you know I would fucking dive on a croc for you, bro. You know, Man, I don't know if I could do the same. That's you little <laughs> bitch. That's not what you're supposed to say. Now, I know what I'm supposed dude, to you say. You know what happens now is like you just you set the precedent. Because now <laughs> if I ever get in this, like we're going on brocation sometime next year. Like what if we go tropical and you get taken by a croc? And I'm like, that motherfucker told me he wouldn't do the same for <laughs> he me. Would so never. Why? And he's oh, just like, he he was swimming, and then he wasn't swimming anymore. There was just bubbles. 
Now I know to go for the eyes at least, I guess. You better do it on your own. That's all I'm saying. Damn. You fucking selfish bastard. We drove a wedge with this crock here. I'm quitting the podcast. I'm out here. We're smoking the So uh, I'll, I'll finish this one. So the uh, uh, mother was at work when she learned that her daughter had been attacked by a crocodile while swimming. And then she said for a moment uh, there, I thought the worst before she had learned that she'd survived by her friend saving her. Uh, how she managed to do that, I don't know, but I'm grateful to God. Uh, Latoya, well, the young girl, is uh, re- recovering well, and she's in the hospital. Expect to be discharged soon because her injuries aren't that serious. Ah, that's always good. It's always good. Yeah. You never, you never expect to hear like a crock attack where it's like, you know, minor injury. Well, now they have to worry about the croc taking revenge because it got away. Now there's a blind crocodile out there who just wants to even the score. I think Disney's like already like stealing a storyline and writing a fucking new cartoon. It's gonna be like a new hit. Based or like on a story. Crocodile comes back thirty years later. To, uh, it's like Peter Pan in some fucked up way. The Tale of Sisters type deal, you know? There you go. Sounds, sounds like a million dollar flick. Credit us. <laughs> Moving along this week in Florida, man. We've got a man accused of robbing a bank while disguised as a woman. And uh, he has been arrested, so don't worry. This, this cross-dresser is not on the loose. So you can rest easy, my Floridians. Now, uh, he did. Uh, he ended up stealing a police cruiser, and he led him on a uh, two-county chase, which is always interesting as well. I like when they get on a good... They get some mileage on the no, car. We're talking... Oh, I was going to say car or foot. No, he stole a police cruiser, which is awesome. Wow. But let's not over... Let's not just like go right over the detail of how he was dressed up as a woman. And uh, he was wearing a gold dress and a red wig, and he straight up looked like a Medea. Is that, is that how you say it? Medea? Madia? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. you got it. Yeah, like Tyler, never old heard Tyler it. Perry. Old Tyler Perry, man. Yeah, it's straight. Gold dress, red wig. Um, fucking big dude. Obviously broad shoulders. That is not a chick. And Now, is this like shit he just picked up at uh, like Spirit Halloween? No, it's more like he just went to like Marshall's and went to like the clearance section of women. Or, like, even maybe, like, one of those, like, shops that you see that older ladies dress at. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, it's some distinctive cheetah print, long-sleeved, <laughs> long-ass dress. I mean, this is not something you see on just anybody. Okay. Yeah, I mean, when you're living free, you wear that dress. And, I mean, yeah. I guess. Well, I guess in a banks, sense. You're living free, aren't you? <laughs> exactly, dude. So, he's got a backpack. He's walking in with ill intent from the camera shot that I'm looking at. And, uh... Yeah, he robs the bank. He gets an unknown amount of money. It's not much because, I mean, he didn't go into the vault. It was just like a tray. Like, uh, mm-hmm. apparently, the bank teller just handed him, like, trays worth of money into a bag. Here's 38 bucks. Dude, yeah. And uh, he just, he was out. He was like, all right, that's enough. That's enough to get what I need. That's what I want to know. What was, what's he need? What's he want? I wish you could instantly tell, like, some minority report shit. Like, read into, like, what criminals are, like, really, like, what is, like, driving them to do what they're doing, you know? <laughs> he just goes, he goes and gets, like, a large pizza to himself. That's what I'm wondering, dude. It, what, because it didn't seem like he needed, like, a shit ton, because he just went for the teller and not, like, the bank vault. Like, where's yeah. the manager, want the bank vault, blah, blah, blah. Like, the shit Quick and easy. Yeah. Head to Taco Bell. 
the real heist. He dashed out of uh, the bank and he like ran. He ended up through like apartment complex and um, <laughs> he struggled with a police officer, tried to grab the weapon off the like the holster of the, mm-hmm. the cop, but uh, didn't didn't end up getting it. Somehow he got away from that confrontation dashed out of that like apartment complex and stole that deputy's patrol vehicle damn and just in case you're wondering he did ditch the sweet ass wig and dress sometime in between like in that apartment complex yeah yeah so this was a costume change this is like you know one of those those touring national tours by a pop star you got like a chase a robbery uh two two different costumes like this is high budget Dude, one of the articles did say that like a deputy, like had just noticed him like stashing the like um, dress and wig in a bush. So it kind of is. It's like it's it's he could almost got away with it. He's a quick you know change I mean? artist. He if he had lost the heels and the chain and then in the change he would have probably gotten away. But yeah. keeping those it slowed him down too much. I'm guessing. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he led him on that two county chase and ended up like smashing into another car and wow. uh they finally got him there and uh, now he faces numerous charges including battery on an officer resisting an officer with violence and robbery with a firearm so yep yeah that would do it yeah apparently this dude he even had a uh he had a criminal history of attempted murder and robbery in puerto rico so oh shit this dude is bad apple Going around impersonating ladies, robbing yeah. banks. Shouldn't be doing that. Impersonating ladies, man. Leave that up to Tyler Perry. Yeah, leave him alone. So uh, we're headed nowhere different. We're staying in Florida. And you know what I like to say about Florida? Florida is like America's punching bag. You know, everyone comes in the gym and gets a few licks in, and Florida just keeps bouncing right back. It's still standing the next day. Look at that. Resilient. It's in the water. It's got to be. Keep beating it. It's, it's, it's Something's going on down there, dude. Yeah, there's a lot coming out, that's for sure. So uh, Florida has some interesting road rage incidents, including this one, where a man threw nunchucks through the car window of, the ma- of uh, another uh, driver who had scolded him for texting and driving. You know, a lot of people never touch the uh, complimentary nunchucks that are next to the spare tire in the car. People don't know about them. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you, check your car, man. It, you know, anything from 2000 and on, if you go in the back where the spare tire is, if you lift that all up, but usually it's under that mm-hmm. little mat in the back. If you lift that up, there's usually a pair of fucking nunchucks, dude. Right a there. People, a lot of people don't know that. That's why everyone goes to their trunk during those like road rage confrontations. Well, this 56-year-old Tampa man, uh, he just had him red- on the ready. He was uh, he was basically uh, charged with throwing a deadly missile into an occupied vehicle, which fairly <laughs> misleading when it's nunchucks. Because I, I don't know, know. Well, like, is a missile just any thrown object at that Boy. point? Like, am I gonna like fold up a paper airplane and fucking throw it at somebody and get a missile charge? Is that you what's got? Going you on? hit me with a missile. Dude, that's Bats a missile. Throwing missiles again. You're going to prison. Prison. So uh, <laughs> the damage looks pretty bad. The whole window is blown out. You can see the nunchucks on the floor of the car. The man was arrested, 
And yeah, don't, uh, I guess the lesson here is don't mess with a, uh, a man who's also a ninja part-time. <laughs> Apparently. You never know who you're scolding at the red light. Fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah, Florida's got some, some crazy shit going down, it seems. Dude, Florida is crazy as shit. <laughs> we need to get as far away from it as we can right now, all right? So, this week in Florida team, <laughs> we're going to Pasco County, where we're talking about a Florida teen who was arrested after he said on Instagram, I need somebody who can kill a man. He needs dirty deeds done dirt cheap or something? Exactly, dude. He needs, no, not exactly dirt cheap, dude. All right, so we'll get there. But uh, this 18-year-old hit up on Instagram and he was saying he needed somebody killed. He had, uh, he needed this guy's head. And he was offering 100K. Ooh. Okay. I doubt he's got the money, first off. I don't know, dude. You never know. Some of these kids, the uh, dad, mom, they do some pretty awesome shit, make some money, and then they have this offspring that's a piece of human garbage, dude, literally. (laughs) Just fucking trying to off their teacher out of all people. Oh my god! Because God knows why. Uh, probably had a test coming up, or got a bad grade on a test. Who knows? Uh, initially, a lot of people thought it was a joke, but the uh, police in the area, the sheriff from Pasco County, checked into it. it turned out to be a serious crime. And uh, I'd say, yeah, yeah, they were pretty sure that he was intending to follow through. Which is, oh this is interesting. I, I don't know if I've ever, have you ever heard of a, like a kid um, utilizing Putting a head on someone, like a mob member? Yeah, dude. No, this this would be the first. It's not uncommon for rich kids to flex, like, with their, like, you know, like, whether they got cash, whatever, like, their watches, mm. or, you know, whatever. No, you know what, it already. comes, it brings to mind the that one case uh, back in, like, the early 90s. Um, Richie Rich, remember he took out uh, <laughs> his butler for like sass talking him a little bit. Pay pay a top dollar to get his throat what? slit. Wait, what? You remember Richie Rich? With Macaulay Culkin, Richie Rich. <laughs> yeah. Did I see a different movie? I think I saw a different one. It's Scorsese. Thought that was a true crime. Is. Yeah, I thought there was like, a true crime movie. Might have got it all wrong. I think a different Richard originally. So I appreciate. So no, sure. this would be the only time then. Yeah, this is definitely the only time, and uh, <laughs> I hope there's not a lot of kids out there doing this kind of thing. That's crazy. I mean, you got to go to the black market if you're gonna do it. Don't use Instagram. You want to get on the deep black web if you're looking for a hitman. You're not gonna go to Instagram. I would not send children to the dark web. Oh, oh yeah. The, shit, I forgot what message we were sending. I thought it was being logical. Don't do this. Like, why would you want to kill somebody anyway? Come on, it's just gonna lead back to you no matter what, and it's it's wrong. So the kid's getting arrested. I'm guessing. I'm sure he is, dude. And like a lot of articles that we find here, I couldn't find out if he's getting arrested because he is on the line of minor. So, and this is the first offense. So a lot of time. charge as an adult at that point, dude. I don't know. I mean, especially Florida. Squirrely with kids, dude. Until they, till they act, dude. Till they shoot up people you know i mean you can't really do much with them yeah true well we continue on to our funny clip where uh we continue with the childishness (laughs) we got two brothers here in this clip uh who are are going through you know the trials and tribulations of growing up together the uh the, the augmented reality world that we live in 
along with the cuteness of babies and children and a little bit of violence. I think that's the recipe that brings this funny clip together this week. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with an older brother. This is exactly like what I remember it being like, you know, it was just a painting in the ass and literally a lot of pain. So you're always the you're always the punching bag. Watch the YouTube. Look at this. It's crazy. Gotta love these filters these days. But you know what I love more than the filters? I love the fucking videos of these fucking reries that use the filters. Yeah, the little—it's funny. So basically, if you're if you're listening to the audio, the uh, the mom's using augmented reality with like a little spider crawling around on the baby's face, <laughs> and the uh, older brother slaps the kid because he thinks that there's a spider on his face. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's one of oh my god, one more time. It's it's one of my favorites. It's. <laughs> When you brought this up, I was like, that's it. That's the it's one. a great one. It's the one I've been searching for. He's scared ah! of it at first, too. Dude, he thinks it's the spider. He's watching the video like the yep. kid above him didn't smack. He didn't even look at the kid above him. He's looking <laughs> at the screen still. So we'll be posting that up on Friday like we do with our funny clip on our uh, Facebook page. So please head over there so you can make sure to check that out. End your week with a little bit of laughter. Hell yes. And uh, now we're going to talk about some music we really fucking dig. But uh, before we do that here, we're going to take a quick break. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be uh, saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com. 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later. You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to Manscaped.com. 20% off at checkout. Enter code Slackers. Get your ball swag here. This is Full Starts, the show about those presumptuous pictures that studios were sure would spawn a franchise, but didn't. So back on Eternia, yeah. Skeletor sort of locates the key on Earth mm-hmm. with Google Maps. <laughs> and then asks where his mercenaries are. He's had to walk past those mercenaries to get into the room. Yeah. Guys, Skeletor is rude. Go on. Okay, go on. Film does not know what mercenaries are. Evelyn assembles them, but then introduces them to Skeletor as his finest warriors. Are they his warriors, or are they freelancers? Okay, name them. Beastman. Um, come uh, on, come on. There's at least one. You, there's one that's an easy one. I, I know. It's, because some mother is always trying to ice skate uphill. The blade. Thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> two. Uh, <laughs> look, the fact that we were able to name 
two you named two. In this you were able to name two. Instantly uh, makes it better than Planet of the Apes. If you like that, you can hear more on iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, and Facebook at Full Starts Pod. Oh yeah, it's time to party, you fuckers. And we're back. I'll, I'll be starting it off this time around. Uh, I will be suggesting the band Polar Bear Club, who uh, is from the Syracuse and Rochester area of New York. So not far from, too, not too far from our stomping grounds. And I actually have a lot of family in the Syracuse area. So I was surprised to see that these guys were from there. They popped up on my Spotify as I usually find all of my suggestions on. And these guys have been around for quite some time. They have been making or putting out music since 2006 when they dropped uh, their first album, The uh, Redder, The Better. And they were put, making stuff even you know before then with other bands. The names of the members are Jimmy Stett, I was always, I think it's stat, S-T-A-D-T, stat, and guitarist Chris Brown. They're the two, uh, well, Jimmy does the vocals and Chris does guitar and vocals. And they're the two members that have been consistent through the entire band. Um, so like I said, they started in the early 2000s, like around 2005. And I, I've really been digging their sound. They popped up just when I was randomly listening to, you know, music that was suggested to me through Spotify's little algorithm. And I really caught on to their, the first song here that I'm going to be suggesting, which is called convinced I'm wrong. And it's their top played song. So I'm not surprised that it was like suggested since it's so popular and it just has like a really soulful sort of it's like sad in a way when it begins and then it sort of crescendos to something very powerful and i think that's why i liked it so much so let's stop my yammering and get to the song this is convinced i'm wrong by polar bear club
All right, that was Convinced I'm Wrong by Polar Bear Club. Um, you see why they caught my ear, Matt? Definitely, man. I don't know. There's something soft and haunting about it. Mm-hmm. That softness is like almost like hypnotizing. You know, it puts you in a zone. And then it comes in very like powerfully. It's powerful, but soft still. Like it's mm-hmm. just, it just, it doesn't overpower it. Like it like keeps you in the True. zone. Like I really enjoy like the sequence of that song. Totally. All the way through. I really, really dig it. So that was off of their album. Some things or sometimes things just disappear, which came out in 2008. That was like their first full album um, that they put out. And from there, they, you know, went on to put out more and more albums. They even toured with uh, Gaslight Anthem, American Steel, Crime and Stereo, Wilhelm Scream, Wilhelm Scream, Wilhelm Scream. There you go. <laughs> I got man. it. Yeah, third time's the charm. Um, and then went on to, in like 2009, 2012, they toured all over like the UK. They ended up going to Australia. Um, they played Van's Warp Tour. Uh, so they, they did all kinds of shit throughout uh, the 2000, late 2000s. They ended up putting out their last album 20, in 2013, and that one was called Death Chorus. This was around the time when they headed um, to Australia for the Soundwave Festival and played with All Time Low, Chunk No Captain Chunk. Um, and this was the last album that they put out before in may 2015 um jimmy stat confirmed on social media that the band is currently on hiatus so i wanted to give you a little taste of the death chorus um that's like the name of their final album and the song that i chose to highlight from that one is blood balloon i believe it's actually the first yeah it's the first track off of uh that album and it it has a, a little bit different sound but i think they're pretty consistent overall as like a band with their sound um it's it evolves in ways between like the first song i played convinced i'm wrong and um this newer stuff off of death chorus but i think it's clear that their fandom enjoys their earlier stuff just like many like early 2000s emo you know (laughs) fans enjoy it's always the classic like stuff off the first albums yeah yeah exactly but to be fair i really do enjoy all this stuff on death course so let's give you a little taste of it this one is called blood balloon by polar bear club
that is balloon by polar bear club it's definitely a different sound than uh their older like classic stuff if you want to put it that way but it still has that same vein like i feel like they, they were the you know same band through and through for the most part which it kind of speaks to the fact that they have like these two main members that really headed it the whole time yeah i really dug it man um as soon as you played them through i like it was so familiar to me that i was like wait did we recommend them before like they just feel like something that like i knew so well and it's like right. I, I yeah i love it man instantly and they they toured with a, actually a lot of uh the suggestions that we've uh had before like uh in december 2013 uh they toured with citizen which is another, you know, suggestion of ours. So they're kind of, they're definitely in that line of bands that we we kind of gravitate towards. Um, they, like I said, have been on hiatus since 2015, but that hasn't stopped Jimmy Stat and the uh, guitarist. I feel bad. I'm forgetting his name, uh, Chris Brown, from going on and doing more things. The pair have teamed up with Gaslight Anthems, Benny Horowitz, um, and Jason, uh, or I'm sorry, Jasmine Morris uh, for uh, another band that they call Wax Bottles, and uh, Nate Morris as well. So they, they've gone on to do that. And then as of this year, uh, announced in January of 2019, uh, Jason, or I'm sorry, Jimmy Stat decided to um, create another band called Shy Tooth. And this one is with John Garwood from coming down on from coming down on guitar, Brian Van Etten on bass, and Trevor Amesmith on drums. So, and they've released a couple of uh, songs on a single album so far. So, it's cool to see them sort of evolve. Maybe this was just a step on the on the road for for mm. these artists. But I really enjoyed the stuff that they've put out. And it's ones that I'm going to continue listening to. Hell yeah. I always enjoy seeing an artist sprout out and not giving up on the art, which is really hard. Families come in the way. Like you're busy, you know, like life happens. Mm-hmm. So a lot of projects happen to fall apart from that. Like, so I always enjoy when a band can keep together. I'm, I'm interested to check out um, both of the projects that kind of spawned out of Polar Bear Club, but for now they're they're the ones i suggest and a lot of times this is how i end up finding the next one you know i sort of follow the artists on the rabbit hole well the band i'm choosing uh to deliver to you guys the home team baby and uh we're keeping up on that pop punk emo theme here i guess and uh yeah as soon as i heard these guys which i i did hear them i gotta give another shout out i did hear them off of uh, a keep flying related artist playlist shout out to those guys we love it we had henry on way back in the day yeah we should talk to them again soon they've been doing cool things they've been doing really cool things yeah and uh this band the home team uh out of seattle washington it's a five-piece band consists of brian butcher john Barron, ryan margatroyd rob sarah and daniel mattson and uh basically they're a band that really grinded on the underground scene to make a name for themselves they uh, started Bowie back in 2013 they've been going for a while now and uh they released an ep um called black sheep 2014 they kept up with their touring and just really grinding around you know underground venues like something we grew up with like you know a lot of places like the chance yep little hole in the wall venues hell yeah and uh apparently you know a lot of fans say they put on the hell of a show so like i would love to catch these guys live 
And, you know, when I heard them, I was like really interested in them because they reminded me of some, you know, bands that I had loved through the years. You know, a lot of different bands I felt like I heard heard in them. And um, the first song I'm choosing to share with you guys, this one reminded me of Panic at the Disco, but with like uh, a little bit of uh, Patrick Stump vocals. And it's called Jimmy on the Radio of uh, 2015 EP called Burning Gold. So yeah, that was Jimmy on the radio. And um, there's a lot of songs that are very different that they have. And uh, I really enjoyed that that song when I heard it. And I was like, you know, that's one that I'm going to choose to like kind of put them on display. Clean melody, a little bit like reminded me of Acceptance, a little bit Panic at the Disco, a little bit uh, Patrick Stump vocal. You know, I was going to say his his vocals are very close to a panic at the disco sort of feel on some parts and then it sort of takes a little, little turn in a different direction on others exactly man and they have a lot of different themes i feel like some of their songs like you would you would actually enjoy this uh some of the songs like remind me of like a soft b-side oh okay yeah which is like dope i like we both like have it's cool they deep... have it they have a, a decent range then it sounds like yeah and i really enjoyed that um I really like when I started hearing things that sounded like panic and whatnot, I was like, really, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. cool, man. Cause not a lot of bands have that unique sound, you know? Um, and I really enjoyed that, which leads us to the next song, which is like definitely pretty panic at the disco sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if I do say so, it's called, uh, since we all fell apart and it's definitely a lot more panic in the disco than the last song. Um, I remember a lot of the demo shit from panic, Mm -hmm. which was more guitar oriented. The way to describe them, I guess would be like less electronic panic at the disco. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I could see that because they don't have the, the same exact sound in that way. The next song I'm going to choose is off of uh, their first EP when they started gaining actual like heat by doing all this fucking grinding on the underground circuit, uh, they mm-hmm. put out better off a full, full album, um, which before they only had EPs and singles and, uh, which were all great. Honestly, if you go through their like archive, it's fucking, fucking also all good songs. You can put them on shuffle and just like be entertained. So let's get into this. So who's out there that keeps your time and spends nothing more? It turns you into someone you've never been before. No, you're not. 
Yeah, since we all fell apart, really panic at the disco styled, if I do say so myself. Yeah, especially the intro there. I definitely got that feel. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, And if you listen to them, you know, like maybe I highlighted songs that make them seem like a little bit like they just copy, you know, different bands. They definitely have a lot of like original sounds within all of their songs. The acoustic stuff you were playing earlier is definitely really good. It's tough to highlight a band in two songs, man. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. they, they do acoustic tours, which are really cool as well. And uh, they're very talented acoustic-wise, too. Mm-hmm. Really fucking fun. And, uh, yeah, which leads me. They ha- they are on tour, like, a lot of the time still. Uh, November 8th, you can catch them if you're in Quebec, Canada. Uh, Les Sores de la Martinière. Uh, go to Pittsburgh, PA on the 14th of November. Smiley Moose. They're playing upstairs. Hmm. Or uh, November 29th, you can catch them in Salt Lake City, Utah, baby. Wow, they're all over the place. The Loading Dock, which uh, I guess has moved recently. So definitely make sure you get their new address. So check them out if they're on tour. Fucking awesome, man. And I really, I hope they come near me sometime northeast here because I would definitely want to catch them live. Yeah, it'd be great to see both these bands live, even though mine is no longer... Band, I always hate that. I suggest all these ones that are out in hi- hiatus, I'm like go look for their tour dates and nothing. Yeah, it happens, man. It happens. Some of my favorite bands are never gonna make another song again. But mm-hmm. you know, that's life, baby. Can that's always life. enjoy their tracks. So uh, yeah, be sure to check out Polar Bear Club and the Home Team. Both amazing suggestions. You can also listen to our curated uh, podcast or. Uh, podcast suggest or podcast music suggestion playlist i don't know what i'm trying to say here you're getting there uh, music suggestions that we have uh, done over the course of these 171 episodes that are on a spotify playlist that you can go check out it's like days worth at this point so make sure you go subscribe to that too a lot of cool and weird uh music suggestions if i might say so myself we've covered quite a good spectrum it's a big so, mix for sure. It's good. Yeah, you could do a lot of shit with that playlist. So work out, you know, bake a cake. Um listen, work to on American your car, soccer. wash your dishes. Yeah. Hell yeah. So we will be right back after this. This episode is brought to you in part by hemp-cbd.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, 
topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States, lab-tested, and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, promo code SLACKER. Listen, this podcast contains language that some may find offensive. The hosts are a couple of alcohol-fueled hooligans with little regard for decency or tap. Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Danny. And this is the Working Stiss Podcast. And this is our promo for the Working Stiss Podcast. Uh, so what, what are we about, Zach? What do we do? Drinking busting balls. We do. Today we're not <laughs> drinking, though, because I'm sick. I gotta work. So, I yeah. can't have drink today. Yeah. And this is kind of what we do. We banter back and forth. We talk about stuff. And sometimes we have some guests on. Yeah. Uh, we like to, to highlight the working class of America. And uh, that's pretty much it. Yep. So if you're into that, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and pretty much wherever else you can find podcasts. We're probably there. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We have a website, workingstiffspodcast.com. We're special. Yep. Listen to us. And that's pretty much it. Wrap up this promo. Lift with your sack, not your back. All right. Get your asses back to work. Later. And we are back. So, <laughs> so we have the Wheel of Weird, uh, one of our favorite long-time running segments here. We dig into the wiki unusual pages, uh, find the weirdest shit that we can grab to bring to your attention. And uh, we give the wheel a spin to see if it lands on a pl- person, a place, or a thing. It's fucking weird this week, dude. I'm going to say. A lot of these options seem very fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, we got, uh, for person, Mary Toft. For place on Alaska, Alaska, and for thing, the great stink. So Matt, you are our master of ceremonies. Whenever that wheel has spun, let us know what we have landed on. Alright, let me pull up this fucking wheel. Another shout out. Fucking check out that YouTube. You get to see. Look at that wheel. That's no expense fucking <laughs> spared here at American Slacker Podcast. Don't acknowledge the random colors of blue, yellow, and white. Again, uh, donate to our Patreon. Keep the, keep this ship afloat. Dude, keep the ship afloat. We can't continue these glorious Hollywood level effects for long. All right. So let's. We send, sorry. We send you the stickers at a loss because we spent it all on our graphics. Hell yeah, dude. So, so much money. Person, place, or thing. Let's roll this wheel. Are you ready for this animation? Roll it. We're rolling. We're rolling. Let's see what happens here. Ooh, I hear it. Clicking down. What do we got? We've landed on place. Place. Oh, I was hoping we would. This is a, an organic one that I found out about because I was watching a weather report. I thought it was there was some sort of a typo going on up on the map there. Because it said un-Alaska. And I'm like, that's stupid. Someone put a U-N before Alaska. Almost like it's the opposite of Alaska. But sure <laughs> enough, I type it in. 
Unalaska, and it pops up. Unalaska, Alaska. It is a uh, small town, or well, city, I guess. Um, it's classified as in the Aleutian Islands, which are that sort of tail coming off of Alaska. Okay. The people that lived here uh, were the Aluit or Un- Unagan, Unagan people. And they lived there for thousands of years, had their own, like, you know, culture um, built off of, like, trading with uh, Russian fur traders and stuff like that. It eventually was, uh, became part of the U.S. and a a significant naval point for World War II. Because we could, uh, I guess, refuel there and do all that kind of stuff. But the name itself, Unalaska... I had I had the definition here somewhere. It means near the peninsula. So I mean I guess Alaska would mean peninsula and Unalaska would probably be near the peninsula. So it's more of a uh, mistranslation to the to the US uh, or to the English version. Yeah, here in Unalaska, Alaska, you're thinking like it's a protest like we're not Alaska, we're fucking we're unique, we're yeah. our own nation. <laughs> and uh, that's one of the, I guess, uh, places where they are stationed, where they go out of for the deadliest catch. And I've never actually heard it mentioned that it's uh, on in on Alaska. I've heard Dutch Harbor before. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that either. And uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. Now you know some a little bit something about Alaska that you didn't know before some history of unalaska the the name the name that negates where it is very unalaskan of you sir if i might say so myself <laughs> oh damn i, I apologize uh, no i was meaning it was a good thing you, you oh okay well thank you yeah. i appreciate it yeah you were delivering the news properly i like it. yeah i see <laughs> I like it. And uh, yeah, let's wrap this bitch up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, hey, check out that Patreon episode if you didn't have a chance. It was really long, really fun, and some crazy shit happened. Jeff Goldblum showed up out of nowhere in the studio. That was weird, yeah. It was really weird. I, dude, I'm still like kind of shaking from it, fanboyed out. But uh, <clears throat> if you guys want to get at us on an individual level, get me at MWG Media on Instagram. Um, Catch me on Xbox Live, Maddie G from HP. And you can follow me at the real Gary Busey on everything. That's a lie. At Landers the Plane. That's the truth. <laughs> on everything. On everything. And uh, hey, thank you everybody for tuning in. We love each and every one of you. And until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We're passing America. Passing America. Yeah. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America, America. This is fucking America, America. We second America, America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute.
think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and act a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America. America. We passing the passing the I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We talking America. America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. We slacking America. We slacking America.